0: Today, we are talking with Burl Richards from Burl's Collision Center. He spoke, well, he was part of a panel, actually, at the Texas Auto Body Trade Show. And oh my gosh, it's so good. We talk about legislation in the industry and how we're, how really the industry needs to use legislation, get more involved to start moving the needle so we can get paid for fixing the car properly. Burl just had a huge win. We're going to talk about it a little bit today, but this is a great episode. After you've watched it, because I know you're going to love it, make sure you go share it with other shops, your friends, anybody in the industry needs to watch this one. Enjoy.
1: Welcome to Body Bangin', your podcast for all things body. Auto body, that is. And now, introducing Bangin's host, Mickey Woods of Mickey Woods Marketing. Mickey is a former Auto Collision Center owner and is now a marketing and business development expert to shops across the globe.
0: Hey everybody, welcome to the Body Bangin' Podcast. If this is your first time, welcome, glad to have you. And if you're an old school listener, you've been listening for years, thank you for continuing to be loyal to this awesome program. So if you're watching on YouTube, gotta say it. Make sure you subscribe. The subscribers are growing. It's so exciting. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, if you click the follow button, then you'll get alerted when a new episode drops so you don't miss one. They drop every couple weeks, every two weeks. So make sure you don't miss any of these. Now, today we are at the Texas Auto Body Trade Show. Super exciting. The place is Pack the classes are sold out, a lot of good energy. I've had a couple friends video messaging me on the trade floor and sending me pictures. So uh, I'm going to be there next year, and you better be too. 2024, it's happening. Texas in August, we're going. So today on this podcast, we are talking with Burl. Burl is Burl Richards from Burl's Collision Center in Henderson, Texas. He's got a shop out there. And Burl, uh, welcome, first and foremost. Hi.
2: Thank you, Mickey. I appreciate you having me on.
0: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So Burl had a really good session today. If I were there, I would totally want to be in on this one. It was called... Uh, he was in with Robert McDo- Robert McDormand, uh Bob Redding, and Jacob Smith, plus Burl. And they were talking about legislation in the collision space. So Today we're just doing like a fifteen minute little one because Burl's got stuff to get back to. He's a busy guy. So we want to talk about what they talked about in the class. but to to start us out, Burl, I know lately you've been in the news, seen your name. Have you been mm-hmm. spending a lot of time in the courtroom recently, more so no, than normal?
2: <laughs> yeah, Mickey. Yeah, because I'm, I'm, I don't have not spent previously a lot of time in the courtroom. So I have, I've, I've been quite educated on this, but yes, I can say it's just kind of been one of those things that's been coming. It's been leading to it, you know?
0: Okay. All right. Yeah. And you had a big win recently as well.
2: You know, yeah, I think, I think the industry had a big win. And yeah. I think my, my, most of all, my customer had a big win. Mm. And I tell everybody that the customer's the hero here. Yeah. Um, so, you know, at whatever part or level you want to break it down about what it was concerning, I'm happy to give you a brief detail or I'll just let you ask the questions.
0: Yeah. Well, and we... Berlin, and I already talked about it. So he's going to come on another time and we're really going to dive into this because there are a lot of shops out there that are really getting into it with insurance companies on behalf of customers. So if you want to give us like a brief overview, then we'll have you back on another time and we'll really get into it.
2: Yeah, we can make it really quick. So basically it was over it was over processes. It was over, do you believe that a repair plan is necessary? And uh, throughout the years, I've gone back to the Texas Department of Insurance. I've sent letters to them and in insurance companies and mm-hmm. in the we call the Texas Department of Insurance referred to here in Texas as the TDI. And mm-hmm. TDI has made it very clear that they do not determine facts, they do not repair vehicles, they don't determine how facts how vehicles are repaired, they don't determine what's prevailing, what's necessary that's up to a finder of fact. A finder of fact would be a jury, a court of law, a judge. So this went on and it was about a two year ordeal to get to that point. Wow! Um, and the great thing about it in a district court in Russ County, Texas, we had 12 jurors and a judge that determined that a blueprint repair was necessary, it was warranted. And we can talk about it later about the judgment that came about over a $1,750 claim, what it ended up being. So very wow. excited Now tell everybody this was, to me, this was an industry win, but what are you going to do with it? You've got the information yes. now. So if you were a shop and you're wondering, well, can I do that? The insurance company says I can't. The insurance mm. company says it's illegal. They don't owe it. Well, what did the district court say?
0: Right. Yeah. Now we've got some precedent, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. I, and I read the article and I was so pumped up. <laughs> I get way too excited about collision yeah. industry stuff. My yeah. friends think I'm nuts. Uh, and I read the article and I was like, yes, this is so exciting. Well, that's I'm awesome. Like, I, I'm glad you've seen it. Yeah. Seen it. yeah, That's cool. Yeah. And I was like, I got to reach out to Burl. We got to have him on. Uh, now, today in your class, what was, I mean, obviously it was the overarching thing was legislation, but what, and it was, what, an hour long. So well, obviously, me, I, we, you know, we only have like 20, 15, 20 minutes, but what was, what was the gist of it then?
2: Well, let me tell you, Mickey, we actually had, we actually haven't had that yet. It's coming
0: oh, you up. You haven't had it. Yeah.
2: Okay. now Jacob here, our lobbyist yeah. is here. I can tell you what it's going to be about. Oh, yeah, yeah. We have, okay. We've had several seminars, so Robert and I have already spoken on a few topics. But today it's going to be about our legislative efforts here in Texas. Okay. Part of it, a big part of it, uh, pertains to the RTA, the Right to Appraisal, mm-hmm. because we believe that the RTA will. The RTA covers a lot of aspects of OEM repair procedures, mm-hmm. uh, processes, prevailing rates. It encompasses everything. And it basically allows two third-party neutral uh, industry experts to determine where these repairs were necessary. You right. know, from my perspective as the, as, the, as the repairer, I'm liable for the repair. Yes. The bill payer is not re- liable for the repair. Correct. So I find it interesting when you take it out of the bill payer's hands... And when you have someone over there signing a piece of paper saying this is this is the proper way this vehicle should have been repaired. In my mind, they also have some liability there, too, because they said this is the way you should do it. So it's amazing the difference that you see, you know, when it when it when when it is goes through that process and you have two independently minded people trying to come to the determination. You know, is it fair for the insurance company uh, but it also is, is it restore the vehicle back to where it's going to be in its closest pre-loss condition? Is right. it going to be same? So it's yep. amazing what happens when you take the insurance company bill payer element out of it. And <laughs> that, that's a big part of our legislative push. Yes. Obviously, we get a, a ton of um, pushback from the insurance industry, of the lobbyists. They can't substantiate any reason. They can't in any way, shape or form show that, you know, uh, that it's, it's needed because it's a safer repair. You know, mm. so there's there's really, it's, it really comes, just be honest, it comes down to money. It comes down to who yeah. they know and it comes right. down to, to the lobbyist groups and other things that are they're associated mm-hmm. with that. So all we're doing is just beating the drum on consumer safety. And, you know, with our auto body association, when we started this association, the premise was we're going to have meetings. We're going to educate the industry. If we have an ABAT, whether it's just a regular meeting or if it's a trade show, if you can't come to this trade show or a meeting and take something away that's going to make you become a better business to make you uh, to make you repair, help you repair vehicles better. If it can't help your business be profitable, let's don't do it. So sure. our association is not about saying how much money can we get in the bank? How much money? <laughs> the, the only person that makes money at our association is our executive director, Jill Tuggle. And she's worth every penny. She does great. Yes. All the board members, we we travel around the state on our own dime. We get mm-hmm. our hotels. We spend our time uh, through legislation and other mm-hmm. things that we do just because we have a passion for the industry. So yeah. I just say that because our, I want every single penny to be used towards something bettering the industry.
0: Right. Yeah. And it's interesting. Do you guys plan on talking about the RTA quite a bit?
2: Yes. We talked the RTA came up honestly and I'll go back just a little bit to the to the to the court case that happened. Mm-hmm. It was it all happened. It all started through the RTA. Ah. through the appraisal that's how it all cause you had to determine what was the what the, the, the it, a lot of it was based on is a vehicle a total loss. Is it not a total loss? Right, right. If if the total loss you got to determine the ACV. Yes. So the insurance company had undervalued on the front end. So that was a problem. So okay. the RTA yeah. had a lot to do with this. And, you know, the RTA has a lot of, it has a, a lot of power associated with it, but its power stops at the courts, at the, at the mm-hmm. stairwell, stairwell, at the courthouse, right? So yeah. then, it had, then it had to go to another level because the insurance company with what well, was this particular insurance company, State Farm, they're the only insurance company in Texas that does not allow the right to appraisal on a repair dispute. They do that when it comes to the total loss value of a vehicle, mm-hmm. during the ACV, but not for the repair process of it. And we don't want other insurance companies to be able to follow suit. Mm-hmm. And you know, we've we've got over a thousand examples of of customer complaints over the last few years that we've provided during our legislative efforts. But anyway, the roadmap, honestly, for us is RTA. It's a quicker, uh, it's really it's really easier. It's mm-hmm. less expensive for an insurance company. It's less Mm -hmm. expensive for the consumer and it allows a shop to be able to do a lot of things when they go ahead and exercise that policy right. Right. And what we do is we just tell the customer, if you choose to go this route, we will not pull your vehicle from production. We just keep going. Uh
0: Ah. Okay. I'm going to interrupt this podcast for just one quick second because a lot of people wonder, Mickey, what is it that you even do (laughs) besides host a podcast? Well, I do marketing and really the biggest thing that I do is help you drive more traffic to your business and not even just more traffic, but consistent traffic to your business. As a former shop owner, I know how important that is. So if that's something you're interested in, or you just wanna talk about marketing or developing your business in general, feel free to reach out. You can visit collisioncentermarketing.com. There's a calendar on there and you can just book a time that works for you and we'll set up a phone call, or you can email or call me and my notes are down in the description of this episode. But I hope to hear from you. I'd love to help you build your business. But in the meantime, you better get back to this podcast because it's really good. Well, and it's the RTA is interesting because different states, different insurance companies have different laws in different states. So that's makes it tricky also because Mm -hmm. you know what you could talk about in Texas is going to be different from the guy next door in a different state. So that's now the one complaint I have heard about, and this isn't supposed to be a conversation about right to Mm -hmm. appraisal, but I do find it interesting is the complaints that shops are um, expressing is that you have the vehicle. It just stalls out. Now you've got the storage of this vehicle. So I think you Mm -hmm. made an interesting point how for you, if they evoke, or invoke the RTA, then you continue the vehicle through the process, so it's that's, not sitting.
2: That's right. That's the decision I make. So I'll just tell mm-hmm. you at my facility what we do. Once the once the consumer decides they're going to go through that policy, right? I go ahead and we we put the, the vehicle. It stays in production. Yeah. Um, I pay my technicians based on our repair plan. Right. And we deliver the vehicle. And then whatever the, the two independents come up with, decision they come up with, that's yeah. what we're left with. Sometimes right. it's a little bit more, sometimes right. it's almost the same, mm-hmm. sometimes it's less. But for me, it's uh, the customers the, the main thing is you, you gotta fix the car properly, right? Right. But right. Quite honestly, it's like having another business model, and mm-hmm. I just choose to go ahead and pay my technicians for they did the work, they deserve to get paid for the work. Right. And you know, I I trust the system.
0: Yeah. So now if so they go through the RTA process. At the end of the process, let's say, you know, the repair is $17.50. They get paid mm-hmm. out 15 mm-hmm. Is the, So are you having that conversation with your guest ahead of time? What does that look like for you guys if there's a, you know, a We talk difference? to them about
2: ahead of time and know that there could be a difference there, you know, but at the same time, I'm not going to come back and dun them for the money. It is mm-hmm. what it is. Right. You know, I accept yeah. it, you know, and... What what we've found is through that RTA more times than not, it's a lot closer to our, our final right. repair.
0: Business. I I bet. Because
2: mm-hmm. it, it's just it's just overwhelmingly different, you know, <laughs> between the insurance final estimate and ours. Yes. You know. So you know, right now we just we just rely on those two third party independents doing the right thing, doing mm-hmm. the fair thing. Mm-hmm. As long as that continues, we can continue to do it. Yeah. You know, uh, if the insurance companies get involved or if they influence that decision and then maybe something could change but right now that's just our business model.
0: Yeah. Now when it comes to what you guys are talking about today, the legislation piece mm-hmm. of it, are you what's your hope then for today with people? My
2: hope for today, yeah, my hope for today is is for people to understand even the shops cuz people in, in body shops they're busy. Yeah. And they don't they don't have the time they don't have the time to do all the things that some of us I, I don't have the time either, but I make the time. Right, a lot of us <laughs> right. on the board, and we do what we do. So the message today is keep supporting the Auto Body Association. Mm. The money and the time that you are putting in is not just the money. When it comes to legislative time, we need the phone calls, we need the paperwork, we mm. know the customers that were wronged. We need to know we need to know about these situations so we can make it. You know, we can give this to our lobbyists, so we can give this to our uh, our, our our house members and the people that are championing the bill for us, right? Right. So we need them making the phone calls, calling their local representative, having their employees call their local. That's where the strength comes because they hear us in Austin. They really do. They yep. hear they they hear they hear us crying out saying hey we want help. And the thing about it, the beautiful thing is everything that we circle back to, it's all about safety. It's not about right. how does Well say fix the car? How's right. the manufacturer say fix the car? Right. 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 And also let them know look guys, we're small businesses. We're liable for these repairs. Yeah, right? yeah, so, but, yeah. You're not that,
0: you're not fighting for the sake of fighting. You're fighting no. for their for safety to do there, the right thing. <laughs>
2: there would nothing make me better just to be able to go be able to negotiate negotiate with an insurance company, give a little bit, take a little bit, right, fix it anyway, because of policy language that's been allowed. Mm-hmm. The policy language needs reform.
0: Yeah, I agree.
2: Insurance companies are now. A lot of them, like State Farm, their 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 policy language lets them dictate the repair. We decide yes. what's right. fair and reasonable. Right. We differ, We decide what the prevailing competitive market is. We decide how to fix this car. I've had these conversations, and I don't. I don't think they should be the ones making those decisions because they're not the one making the repairs.
0: Right. Exactly. Yeah, and I totally agree with you. This is awesome, and I feel like I could talk to you for another hour. <laughs> <laughs> um I I am in total agreement with you and in everything that you've said. And I ag- also agree that people, I'm a former shop owner, so I feel like I can say things because you know, been there done that. Sure. We like to oftentimes sit and complain about the situation because we're frustrated by it and we're overwhelmed yes. with everything that we've got going on. There's a lot of spinning plates, right? Yes. So we just want to bitch and moan about it, but until we actually Do something about it. We are actually, I think, part of the problem. So that's my thing. Get involved. Do something. I even tell my kids, don't bring me a problem. Bring me a solution. I want them to be solution-oriented.
2: Yes. Yes. I've had the same conversation with my kids. I have it with my employees. Right. Bring me a a resolution. And you hit it on the head because not everybody can fight the fight, but everybody can contribute. Everybody can do the part. And the ones of us that are working so hard, you're only, you know, you can't do this forever, right? You get yeah. burned out. yeah But I'm just like you. Years ago, I said, "That's it. I'm tired of it. I'm going to do something about it." And you know, in a lot of areas, I've had to put my money where my mouth is. I've had to make major investments mm-hmm. to do it. But I'm not. I'm just. You, you said it a while ago. I'm not going to sit there and just bitch about it. I'm going to do something about it. Right. But I can't do it by myself. I can't. That's it. Without other shops and what the going back to the verdict again. I just hope that shops read about it and I hope they utilize it. And when they when they understand that when you're asking for something and when you're doing it, guess what? It becomes the prevailing competitive practice. <laughs> you need to, you need to, I think, you know, I tell people, you know, uh, I'm, a, I'm a big, I like Kid Rock. I like his music. And yeah. he says, yeah. you know, it ain't bragging if you don't back it up, if you back it up. right? So back <laughs> it up. right? Just, back, just do it. And if somebody's doing it, it's not, it's not bragging and saying, hey, this is what happened. Now you utilize that and you have a success story, and you go back and tell her, it's called sharing. Yes. You know, I tell her, I say, share because you care. You know, if you yes. have a win, I want to know about it because I'm not that smart. Anybody knows me knows I'm not that smart. So <laughs> if you've got to win, tell me because I want to win. And then what, what happens is inevitably, somebody, you know, so-and-so called me and they had success here. Let me call them tell them about my success. But mm-hmm. you have to do something about it. You can't just hear about it. You know, I tell people all the time, whether it's going to church, whether it's going to some seminar and you heard the speaker that gave this great presentation and you were just moved. And mm-hmm. I know, I know, Mickey, you've had it, right? You get chill bumps. You're like, wow, yeah. I'm going to do something. And you sat there and said, man, this is awesome. I'm going to, I'm going to go, I'm going to go home tomorrow. And I'm going to go to work and I'm going to change this. Right. And you, work, you do your same routine. Yes. Just two weeks later. You hadn't done a damn thing about it. You're still doing what mm-hmm. you were doing. So mm-hmm. I just tell if you hear something, if you learn something, you've got to do something with it. Or you yeah. just wasted.
0: Yeah. Well, and we have the benefit of numbers. There's so many collision shops and so many people that are fed up with the way that it is. Really, rather than bickering and bitching and moaning, if we were to band together and really collectively come together, come on. We can move
2: mountains. When we first started the association, I was like, guys, we're in this together because just like i'm saying i'm i'm second generation my kids are third generation a lot of these shop owners their family are involved their right. children are involved ones that maybe don't go to the, it doesn't go to their children it goes to maybe the opportunity for the general manager that worked there for 10 15 20 years yeah. maybe can i just had that situation with a shop i was able to sell a shop to one of my general managers he's worked for me since he was 19 years old Nice. He's got, what a great thing to happen yeah. you know so, so you're building a legacy here.
0: Yes. You know, and
2: yes. you know, you it, it's, it's a very pa- people that really are passionate about this. We all want to make money. We all want to be successful. But most people that are doing this, they do it because they love it. And mm-hmm. we're not we're not each other's enemy. Mm-hmm. Work. When you have your work. You have your. I'm not here to steal your work. Right. Right. Do, let's all do better. Yes. You know?
0: Yeah, so. I agree. And rather than bagging on people that have differing opinions, which I see a lot too, it's well, if you're mm-hmm. not going to do it this way, then I'm going to bag on you. Yeah. Let's get, let's have an understanding of why people are doing things the way they're doing them, and then try to come together. Yeah, we could probably talk about that alone.
2: <laughs> oh, I guarantee you. <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. We meant to see it like a ten series uh, yeah. podcast <laughs> here with you and I are Exactly.
0: Uh, well, I'm going to let you go. I know you've got to go speak in just a little bit. And I appreciate you taking a little bit of time to come on and talk with us today. I hope you guys are pumped up. Burl Richards, thank you for being a face and somebody that is going and doing things and representing us as an industry. Super appreciative for you. It takes balls to go do it. It takes a lot of backbone. Like you said, you got to you got to put your money where your mouth is. And I appreciate you. Um, Really have a lot of respect for you.
2: Well, thank you. I appreciate that. And I appreciate you having me on. And I appreciate all you do for the industry. It takes all of us. It's not one person. Yeah. Anybody that thinks that they're on this mountain or this pedestal, you can't do it. We all need each other. That's right. Everybody's saying something, but you got to have doers. We need more doers.
0: Yes, Amen, brother. I I yes, totally man. agree. All right. all right. Well, thank you, Mickey. Thank you, Burl, and thank you for listening to today's episode of the Body Banging Podcast. I'm going to put a link to the article where uh, it talks about Burl and his latest legislative win for he and his customer. And so if you want to check it out, but hopefully he'll come back on and we can get into it more. So make sure you are subscribed so you get notified for the next episode that drops. Take care. Thank you. Bye.
1: If you enjoyed today's show, make sure you hit the subscribe button. We have some incredible topics and guests coming your way you will not want to miss. If you are watching on YouTube and don't want to miss the latest and greatest, you'll want to hit the bell after subscribing. So, you will get a pop up each time a video podcast goes live. To our devoted fans, would you mind paying it forward and sharing this little gem with someone else you think may benefit from it? Much love from all of us here at Body Bangin', all things Autobody.